Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. the show on a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's 10.07, 7 after 10. The gang not all here. Loti Chuck is on his way to Whitefish, Montana to get married on Friday. Finally got out of Hartsfield yeah, today. Yeah, I know, right? What was the deal? How long did it take him to get out? I don't know what time he was supposed to leave, but I texted him, I think it was about an hour ago, and he was like, yeah, I finally landed. Like, He's in finally in Minneapolis. Yeah, first time. He yeah. was supposed to leave this morning. Oh, wow. From, uh, I mean, it, it's just a jacked up situation there with the, uh, that's when you live in the technology age, man, if mm-hmm. technology goes awry. This is what happens. The blank flies. <laughs> yeah, or it doesn't fly, or I doesn't, guess, in the, in the case of what's been going on there. Uh, I'm glad that uh, Loti's on his way to his nuptials. Jazzercise filling in ably, uh, screening the calls tonight. So uh, be nice to Jazzercise. He's already bebopping around. What, are you listening to music in there, or are you just happy to be here? No, I'm just happy to be here. Right. I'm still fired up. I actually just got done teaching two back-to-back as you call jazzercise class, <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> cardio jam, yes. Uh, so I'm still kind of wiry, oh, right. fired up a little bit. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm under the weather, dude. Oh wow, what you been hanging out with my daughters or what? No, I think <laughs> I think it's from uh, being at the casino this weekend. Um, All those dirty ass poker players. <laughs> yeah, they really are dirty. Yeah. And normally I bring hand sanitizer because you, you didn't because you touch the same cards and chips that these. Right, right, right. People do, and uh, I started feeling bad this morning. My throat hurts. My mm. chest is all. There's some stuffy. strep throat going around my daughter's school, so maybe that's what really. Yeah. And I went to a middle school the other day. Uh, that could have been. It. Yeah. Well, I'm just uh, so bear with me. I'm at less than 100 percent tonight. That's all. I'm, I'm just going to preface this show by saying I'm at a less than 100 <laughs> percent. That being said, we do have a, a huge show. Johnny Kilboss will uh, join us with a fast food review uh, and an Olympics minute in the second hour. We might have some breaking news in the second hour. Maybe. Maybe. I might have some new information in the second hour, but uh, we'll see if that comes to fruition. Still up in the air yet if I'm going to get the uh, details on this breaking news, but something to look forward to, perhaps. That's all I got. Okay, all right. So we're gonna, I have nothing to talk about in the first hour. <laughs> you got to wait for the I second wait for the second hour. <laughs> so just talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to do for the first hour? I don't know. I'm, this is the first time I've seen you. I didn't even know you were here yeah. until about 10 minutes ago. Because I've been... Uh, yeah. Sick? Yeah, not feeling good. 
<laughs> Lay down on the futon for a little bit, trying to. Uh, you know, I was. Uh, you know, I guess we could talk about your poker tournament. No, I was really, I was, <laughs> I was really surprised on how many pictures you can take with your cell phone. What do you mean? Well, I didn't think they would allow cell phones at the table. No, they do. Uh, at blackjack tables, you're not allowed to use them. But, really? Uh, why, why blackjack and not poker? I have no what idea. What does that have to do have with no anything? Idea. No clue. I no, would think you could like text a dude and be like, hey, I got pocket aces, and this is what's on the <laughs> flop, and blah, 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 you know? I guess you could. And they don't, they don't care? No. But at the blackjack table, you can't even hold your phone. Really? You're, like, step away from the table if you're going to... Did you see the guy that was fencing on the, on the Olympics? His phone fell out the other day. <laughs> I heard about it. Yeah, it. like he was While going to it. Yeah, yeah. Like during the Olympics, like actual, you know, they're going and the dude moved and the something fell out and they were like, "That was his cell phone." And it fell out onto yeah, the, it fell out right there and he picked it up, handed it to somebody, and then started going back. Did and he win the the? I don't know if he won or not. Yeah, I don't know. But why would you hold your cell phone there? You have nobody else to hold it for you. I hold it everywhere. <laughs> okay, I do. I take it everywhere. I I don't. I can't think of an air uh, a place in time or my life where i don't have my cell phone with me anymore is it do you i mean aside from the shower yeah but i mean you would think you're in the olympics yeah no i mean you you would not have it on you You could you'd have a locker or something to put it in correct correct a locker (laughs) give that dude a locker (laughs) i mean you have to give them something to hold Well, you'd have you'd think you'd have uh an assistant right right a coach yeah hey hold my cell phone (laughs) yeah no no, let me just put it in my fencing uniform if dinesha texts me (laughs) stop the the fencing (laughs) tell no just tell her i'm busy and i'll get back to her that's that's all you got to (laughs) do i haven't watched a minute of the olympics really does that make me a bad american i think so I've even watched like volleyball or something. I think it's a, I normally do watch a lot of them, um, but I think it's a combination. I was out of town when they started, so I missed the opening ceremonies. I missed the early stuff, and now my schedule. If I'm not here working, I'm sleeping. Right. So right. I have no downtime to watch the Olympics. I'm, fo- I'm following it on Twitter. I'm getting the updates. Johnny Cabasa's Olympic Minute is helping, obviously, <laughs> but I have not. Uh, I have not watched a single second. Of the Olympic covers. That makes me a bad dude, doesn't it? I think so. I'm rooting for us. Yeah. I want we're us to win. We're doing good, I think. I think, yeah, the medal count. Elwine was looking at the medal count. I think we're doing all right, but I just feel bad. I've been wanting to see the basketball games, even though they're blowouts, but they haven't been showing those, so. Yeah. I don't know. The ratings have been huge. Really? Yeah, I get the daily. Uh, not only the ratings huge across the country, but in Atlanta as well. Mm-hmm. Channel 11, NBC is getting huge numbers. So a lot of Atlantans are watching uh, the Rio games, and I guess they've they've... I haven't heard of any big issues yet. Uh, yeah, none I mean, that I know. People were scared about Zika or whatever. Except for that dude that broke his leg in gymnastics. I still, I, mean, I don't want to see that. Oh, I heard it was bad. the worst thing since Theismann. Yeah, it's bad. It. It's pretty bad. Yeah, I don't want to see that. All right. I do want to <laughs> talk right. about this. So okay. um, can I play some audio here? Longer? Sure, you may. Uh, this is a story we were following last week. Um, the two teens that were killed in Roswell. You remember that story? Mm-hmm. Natalie Henderson and Carter Davis. Um, so Jeff Hazelwood is the uh, sus- the suspect in their murders, and we didn't really know much about him um, prior. You know, after the arrest, we just saw him in court looking looking all weird. Mark Winnie from Channel Two uh, got some information today on Jeff Hazelwood. Again, the suspect of the uh, two murders of Natalie Henderson and Carter Davis and Roswell. Here's Mark's report from the Evening News at 6 tonight. This evening, Channel 2 Action News found several police reports about calls to a murder suspect's home dating back years before 
He was accused of killing two teenagers. Jeffrey Hazelwood was arrested last week and charged for the murders of the 17-year-olds. Channel 2's investigative reporter Mark Winnie is live at the Roswell Police Department with what he uncovered with an open records request. Mark? And we went by the address listed in some of these reports, and I spoke to a man who indicated he was Jeffrey Hazelwood's grandfather, Walter Hazelwood, who told me, quote, our hearts are broken for the other families. Our hearts are just ripped out. He said the community's been very nice to the Hazelwoods, and his church community has been a big support. Here's what we found. Jeffrey Hazelwood is now named in an arrest report. Charges numbers one and two, murder. But we dug into police reports going back years. Several not showing his name, but we are told that the juvenile referred to in some is Jeffrey Hazelwood, now charged with the murders of Natalie Henderson and Carter Davis. You can see the level of the severity of the, the commentary in the police reports is getting worse and worse and worse. Maybe the most troubling report of the several we received is from April 30th, 2013. Quote, I made contact with Marsha Hazelwood, her husband, and her 16-year-old grandson. Quote, Hazelwood said that the juvenile took his knives and sword from the gun safe and quote Hazelwood informed me that approximately six to eight weeks ago the juvenile informed her that he was going to blow and people were going to get hurt but at the time the officers can't really involuntarily commit somebody to the hospital because there's no necessarily imminent threat February 2010 dispatch quote reference to a juvenile in the yard with a handgun quote he presented us with what was found out to be a toy gun March 2011 it says the complainant was identified as Walter Hazelwood grandfather and legal guardian for a missing person quote juvenile did leave a note stating that he was going to see if he could survive for a couple days in the woods quote the juvenile is suspected of taking a sig sour nine millimeter handgun it indicates eventually the teenager called the grandfather quote the teenager said he was with his mother december 2011 dispatch quote in reference to a juvenile who was swinging a sword in the front yard of the residence it says the juvenile stated quote, he was practicing for karate. It indicates the complainant lived nearby and said he believes the juvenile is dangerous and has issues. We got eight reports and kudos to Roswell police for a thorough response to our request. Others included a missing rifle report last year and a suspicious person type report just this April. Lauren Zimmerman, uh, Jeffrey Hazelwood's attorney, told me that Hazelwood plans to enter a not guilty plea, but he said that it's too early for him to comment on Hazelwood's background or specific details of the case. Reporting live outside Roswell Police Headquarters, Mark Winnie. So there you go, Mark Winnie from Channel 2 Action News. So the, the dude that the suspect, Hazelwood, has had what we'd call in the business a checkered past. Mm -hmm. um, nothing nothing severe, no uh, you know prior felonies or anything like that, but... Uh, they're saying, you know, they they always say the troubled kid, troubled kid. Do you have? Did you do you remember having troubled kids when you were growing up? Not that I can remember. There was always that weird one. You know, you always had a weird one that was in your class, but not anybody that I can think of that was like, oh yeah, we better watch out for that dude. Yeah, in a couple of years he's gonna be. We we had Jimmy Wolfman. Okay, that was his name. He's Russian. <laughs> okay. He moved, his parents were like mm -hmm. thick accented Russians. Maybe they were spies. Maybe. This was the middle of the Cold War. Mm -hmm. And that dude was just uh, out there. I want to watch wh what I say. <laughs> yeah, and you may be listening. He used to attack teachers. Oh, really? This is in grade school. You know, third grade, and he's swinging dukes at, you know, our teachers and stuff like that. Wow. It was just a handful. And finally, they they moved him. To uh, they I don't know what they did with him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they did with him. Uh, they put him in a pro like a military school or yeah. something. 
Yeah. And I think by the time he was uh, 17, 18, he, he killed himself. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was, he was a troubled dude. We had, it's, it's weird looking back. I remember this kid, the younger kid on my bus. He wasn't in my class. He was a couple of years younger. I'll never forget him. Blonde kid, never said a word. His whole school career did not talk. On the bus, in the playground, in the cafeteria, in class. What is that? What's going on with that? Is it just is it just being a mute? Is that <laughs> I don't know. You didn't have any of those guys? No. Yeah. I had those. I mean, those those guys are kind of like standoffish, and they want to be to themselves. Yeah, and they have their own little world going on in their head. I yeah, mean, no, they, this know, dude definitely had his own yeah, little world own going little, on. Little world. What's Stay the, in the, what's the clinical like diagnosis? Is that just a mute? No, he was, This guy sure. wasn't standoffish. Like you try to talk to him, he was shy. He'd be like, he'd turn and wouldn't. You know, I tried to be friendly to him on the bus. Like, yeah, hey, I, I can't even remember his. Name. I don't even know mm-hmm. if I knew his name. We had we had we had weird dudes too. The karate dudes. Did you have karate dudes in here? <laughs> no, karate dudes. Well, no. The guys that are into karate. No, we didn't. <laughs> and they bring like the ninja stars to school and stuff like that. <laughs> no, we didn't have any of that. Josh Durham. We had that a guy, be Josh a, Durham. A north northern thing. Uh, no, the ninja stars were worldwide. You don't remember those? I remember. I had yeah. ninja stars. I never took them to school. This guy, Josh Durham, he karate dude. That was yeah, his thing. Like he would worry me. <laughs> He, you know, you bring the show and tell. What do you bring in? It? Well, uh, I've got a chip and a bottle. Um, all right, Mark, uh, Josh, what do you have? <laughs> Brings out a like, four foot samurai sword. You can't do that now. No, I know. You probably oh, yeah, couldn't do it then. <laughs> but that guy worried me. The karate guy worried me. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Wolfman worried me. But that was just above and beyond. There wasn't a question whether I don't know. Jimmy's Jimmy Wolfman's a little special. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was uh, they knew like you attack uh, a teacher yeah that's oh well, yeah that's you know that's a given that's you know there's no like well he was kept to himself and he was kind of a quiet little guy no jimmy wolfman was <laughs> full-on whack job I, I hate to say that yeah rest in peace jimmy me. wolfman yeah. <laughs> i just did the sign of the cross yeah all right i don't know where we're going with this i want to yeah well, who knows <laughs> Who knows? This is we a, got the second hour planned now. I'm on cold first. medicine right now. We are, we are wide open. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show runs the night. Welcome back to the show. 10 to 25. 79 degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram fighting through a chest cold. Sore throat. You got any lozenges? I do not. Sorry. Jazzercise. You got any uh, ointments? A bomb? I'd be able to round you up a lozenge. All right. Is that how you say it? Round yeah. Lozenge. Round up a lozenge for me. Marco is in Lilburn. We need more lemon plates. Marco, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Good. How you guys doing? We're hanging in, buddy. What's up? Uh, uh, I guess talk about the Olympics. Okay. Uh, it's amazing the uh, advancement. Just uh, men and women, because. Uh, I remember in the 70s when uh, Johnny Weissmuller broke the record, uh, the 100 freestyle, um, under a minute. Yeah. Now you got these women that they're in the breaststroke, they're almost breaking the minute. Yeah. Um, so it's amazing. I guess the, the headline today is Michael Phelps just won his 20th gold medal, yeah. which is a record. And uh, and I'm pretty sure we're leading in the medals overall and the gold. 
Um, it's like seven or eight golds. Uh, Longoria is going to do a uh, a medal count for us coming up. Okay. okay. Will you do that? Usually twenty. Sure. All right. Um, I, I see it, but I forget them. <laughs> Understood. Well, Australia. I, I glanced. Australia was was winning a bunch. Australia, China, very strong. Yeah. Uh, How's Peru doing? Peru got any Olympians? <laughs> well, we beat Brazil in soccer. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> that is pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Good for I you, buddy. Somebody's going to get fired. Well, I don't know if you heard last night's show, but in 2020, I'm going to try to out for the uh, 10 meter air rifle team. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Air rifle. Because, uh, listen, that's a, a legitimate, well, I don't know about legitimate, oh, I know. Oh, but it's I know. an actual big, uh, Olympic sport. And apparently, Loti said I could be out of shape for that. Yeah. We have eight, eight, and eight, according to Google. Eight golds, eight silver, and eight silver, bronze. Eight bronze. All right. Uh, we're going to talk about weird kids in school when you were growing up. Henry and Gainesville is going to kick us off when we come back. I think it's an appropriate topic tonight. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is... The Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Herman Kane and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. Hi, this is Kevin Neal, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Boy, that is Jewish. to the show uh, 11:36 24 in front of 11 Mark Aram at your beck and call till midnight every Monday through Friday on News 955 at AM 750 WSB gang not all here tonight low tizzle is currently in Minneapolis going to take a horse and buggy or what a covered wagon <laughs> covered co- wagon oh look at this jazzercise i found them lozenge Ricola. Ricola. Should I take the Glacier Mint or the Cherry? I'd go Glacier Mint because it's a lot stronger. Okay. And it'll clear up any, your your pat, your nasal passage. Long, Longoria? Sure. I just have a sore throat. The and Cherry a, tastes better, chest. though. I'll go with the Glacier Mint. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. It'll help. Pop Stellar that radio. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. You're early running for star of the show. Look at that. I stay prepared on. I should have checked the uh, expiration date on these things. Oh, you're good. They look haggard. (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jazzercise. Jazzercise filling in, doing more for the show than Chuck has ever done. Only twenty thirty-seven minutes into the program, Longoria here on the other side. Take a window. We're gonna have a busy second hour. I'm fighting through this first hour because I'm sick and. I'm in a haze. I got cold medicine running through my bl- my veins. Can't talk correctly. But uh, <laughs> we were talking. We, we you know the the tragic story in Roswell, and I don't mean to make light of it by all by any means. Um, we got more information on the suspect Hazelwood, who's been arrested a handful of times. Mark, when he found out, or the police were called to his house a handful of times in the last uh, five years or so. And I was thinking back to my childhood, and if there were any kids that stood out like. 
like a Hazelwood would have. Right, right. And really, the only one I mentioned was Jimmy Wolfman, um, who it wasn't casual with him. They, they was everyone knew. I think he attacked the principal, Marie Caruba. Really? Yeah, she was a big, big Italian woman, Marie Caruba. And I think he like lunged at her or something. He was, you know, just definitely there was something wrong with him. Right, right. And uh, they they yanked him out of school and sent him to um, military academy or something like that. But but then on the on the periphery, you had for me the the the, the people that freaked me out were the Karate Kids. The kids that would bring the ninja stars to school or nunchucks. Right, right, right. Kids would bring nunchucks to school. That those are the kids I'd be like, well, I don't know about that guy. Yeah. yeah. You know, Jason Klepper. What's going on with Jason Klepper? <laughs> you know, in fourth grade, he's bringing nunchucks to school. That's a guy you keep an eye out on. Well, fourth grade's not that bad, I don't think, about bringing something like that. You don't bring weapons to school, Longoria. Well, I know that, but I mean, uh, you know, you're in fourth grade. I can imagine if it was a, a dude that was, you know, in eighth grade, bringing nunchucks, and you'd be a little bit more. Oh, worried he about still him. did. Yeah, this was <laughs> he just this started an ongoing in fourth grade. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> so so we're just talking about um, people in school when you were growing up that were not necessarily on, on the Hazelwood level, but made you scratch your head and think twice right, about right. what's going on. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. Henry's in Gainesville. Henry, you're on the Mark Aram show. Hey man, how's it going? What's going on, Henry? You mentioned you went to one school with one kid that never spoke, and you asked what it was called. It's called being a selective mute. A selective mute, okay. Yep. Like, there's nothing wrong with their body. They have the ability to speak. Like, the brain's normal, but they just choose not to speak. Yeah. Yeah, he... I rode the bus with him for six years. He didn't say a <laughs> single word the whole time. I went to school with this kid. His name was Doug. I knew him from elementary school all the way until he graduated, and he was that way. He, he never spoke. He never spoke. Everyone knew him as, you know, hey, that's Doug, the kid that doesn't speak. But, like, you know, I, I always made it my number one goal in life to get Doug to speak to me. So I'd I, I bug him. I wouldn't, like, bully him or anything, but I'd yeah. talk to him all the time. Like, hey, how's the weather? Like, how you feeling? Whatever. Yeah. And finally, like, junior year, I got him to say hi to me in the hallway. Did he talk in class? Like, the teachers called no. on him? Nope. He would just sit there silently, like, wow. not do anything. And how were his and grades? Then, were his grades okay? He was a mediocre student. Yeah. He was a normal kid. Just never, ever spoke. And then I knew another kid, too. His name was Darnell, and he had a twin brother, actually. He was in the same grade as us. Everyone you know, was like, hey, man, why, why does Darnell not talk? He's like, I don't know. He's normal at home. He just doesn't speak at school. So Doug Doug was uh, twins with Darnell? No, 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 no. No, another kid. two different people. Two different people. Like, one of them oh, I got a twin you. brother. I got yeah. you. So Darnell would talk at home, but not at school. Right. So. And I, do, I would do the same thing with Darnell. I would try to, like, you know, sit next to him and make him talk to me just to, you know, see if he felt like I accomplished something. We had... So and I, I know the correct terminology now. You shouldn't use the word retarded anymore. What What is the correct term now? Selective mute. No, no, I understand. <laughs> but what? What? I don't know. I, 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 um, challenged. Mentally yeah, challenged. I would say mentally okay. challenged. I guess. So would be the in best my school, person. it was like a magnet school for mentally challenged kids. They had a special <laughs> program. No, not, there's no joke here. Henry. Yeah. It's, it's true. Like they would send mentally challenged mm-hmm. kids to school. We had a special. It was a good program. Right. Right. And they would. Um, we would have lunch together, like they were in the regular school population. It was mm-hmm, a great, mm-hmm. uh, it was a gr- it was a great thing, you know, for them to. We had Jamie Lauschen was one of them. He was the football team manager, so he was he was with us in the football locker room. You know, it was a good experience for everybody. I think. right, right, right. There was one kid though, his name was Thomas, and I'm not exaggerating. His head was four times size of Longoria's. That's pretty big. It was his forehead was this big. I'm 
18 inches long. Okay. Nicest kid ever. Nicest for some reason though, and I was I was very friendly to everyone, and especially to Thomas. I just he was always laughing and smiling, whatever. And I'd always ask him like, Thomas, what are you having for lunch today? You know? And whatever reason, that question set him off. He'd be like, I can't tell you. And he'd start running down the hall. <laughs> okay. Like he wasn't upset. He was still laughing. Right, right. But, but <laughs> every day. Not every day. I stopped doing it after a while. Well, yeah, that'd be kind but, of Hey, neat. Thomas, what are you having for lunch today? I can't tell you. And he'd freaking take off down the hall. Anyway, I don't know where that, that yeah, came from. Yeah, yeah. But he was not a selective mute. No. He just had a head like a, it was a monstrous head. What's that called, Henry? <laughs> yeah, um, he's called large head syndrome. Large head syndrome? All right. Yeah, Fair that enough. Sounds I would love to see that guy. He brought a smile to everyone's face every day. Nicest kid ever. Nicest. Just don't ask him what he's having for lunch. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, <laughs> no, that's the question. That's right there. I have no idea. Something. He, but he, he wasn't mad when I asked him. Right, right. He wasn't like... <laughs> but apparently at some point in his life, his, his mom told him, listen, if anyone asks what you're having for lunch... You don't tell them. Yeah. <laughs> or something like yeah, that. Something to that effect. <laughs> something he was taught at a young yeah. age. Like, don't tell them what you're having for lunch. <laughs> so just, you know, randomly, like, hey, Thomas, what are you having for lunch today? But I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> that was good stuff. Uh, uh, Tony's in Marietta. Tony, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Mark, I applaud your uh, stoic Jewish uh, work ethic. Thank right. you, sir. Thank you. Yes. We can have Longoria with his. So we have to have you with yours. Exactly. All right. Going, uh, I'll start back in elementary school, starting in the eighth grade. Uh, Tony Nowitkowski, um, he would brutalize the nuns or attempt to, but they always got the upper hand. And he was always the biggest kid and the baddest kid. He was on the football team, the captain of the football team. He, he was also a bully in the true sense of the word. So we ended up going to the same, uh, you know, public high school. And this kid, this kid, he reigned terror for four years up in Skokie at Niles East. And his coup de gras and his henchmen, you know, uh, Pete Murphy. I mean, he surrounded himself with, you know, all of the the bullies know, were the worst. Oh, uh, the bullies and the, and the bad kids and the hangers on. Uh, hangers on was better set. Yeah. But I was telling Jazz, I said, you know, the last week of school in uh, senior year, we had a walkway from uh, the old school to the new school uh, wing that they had built that was a uh, glass walkway. Him and his henchmen, they were able to sneak into school. They uh, taped cherry bombs to every single of those windows. Oh, wow. And they lit them off. They blew out every stinking window, got out of there. The police were called. The fire department was called. And they tried to finger uh, Kenny and his henchmen, but they never really could prove it because they were all smart enough to figure out that, you know, there were no security cameras sure, sure. back in 73. Yeah, well, it was in the 30s. Yeah. <laughs> 30s, thank you. Um, seriously. We never was- had that. We had occasionally someone to throw like something in the toilet. Some sort of stink yeah. bomb or something? Oh, yeah. We had stink yeah. bombs. We had firecrackers going off all through those four years. And it, it was Kenny and his henchmen. And, and I swear, and I don't henchmen. know whatever happened to him. He probably went on to be, you know, like a CEO of yeah, a company Yeah, he's, he's attorney general of uh, <laughs> yeah, Wisconsin exactly. now. Anyway, I, you just reminded me of a story, Tony. So I remember, did you have guys have home economics? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Did you have home economics, Jazz, or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. Home in, ec- in Alabama? Yeah. All right. So... We, we would, I mean, it, it is what it is. It's a joke of a course. I mean, it, right. it, it teaches you some good things. Right, like, right. It, this is how right. you make macaroni and cheese out of a box or whatever. And I forgot the, the teacher's name, but she would be like, all right, pick a dish. You get up in four groups, in groups of four. That's your cooking group. Pick a dish. Give me your, la- your shopping list, and I'll bring you 
your ingredients and tomorrow we'll make the the thing so we were making i don't know pepperoni pizza that was our dish that night so we make a shopping list and i don't know if this the lady just didn't care or she was not very bright but you'd put down okay um 16 ounces pizza dough um one can pizza sauce one bag bite-sized snickers um <laughs> one <laughs> We would, we, like we, random stuff just random stuff that we wanted to eat in right. the shopping list right. for pepperoni pizza <laughs> and she'd come in the next day we'd come there there'd be the pot the pizza sauce the pepperoni the bite-sized snickers really yeah <laughs> she, i don't think she even checked the list she'd just buy whatever just buy whatever was on the yeah. list she didn't care whether exactly what right ranking. exactly right. it's like uh an egg mcmuffin <laughs> <laughs> well, Miss Maluski, that was her name. Miss Maluski, that's a weird name. So at that point, is, is she just like, all right, I got two years She's to retirement. Checking out, dude. yeah, like I'm out of here. <laughs> two years to retirement, or was she just that? Uh, ignorant that she's like all right i guess they need bite-sized snickers for pizza no, she was just that ignorant dude yeah possibly possibly tony always a pleasure my friend noah's in conyers noah you're on the mark aram show welks buddy what's going on uh not much i was the awkward kid in school now there's a difference between awkward and that guy's eventually going to do some harm well i'll put it this way i wore camouflage pants combat boots and t-shirts that would offend almost anybody um Socially awkward, didn't talk to anybody, mm -hmm. and all I ever wanted to do was go to ROTC. Well, that's not, I mean, that you're a military guy then. You wanted to, to I don't think that's uh, a dangerous thing. You're not the, the dangerous kid. You are, you knew what you wanted to do. Exactly. Well, I did, but I also, I wasn't in, in the football team. I wasn't hanging out with um, the, the cool, unquote, the cool uh, kids. What, you weren't hanging what? with the cool kids. Exactly. I yeah. wasn't hanging with nobody except for the guys that wore camouflage. And I was actually um, in, in school from freshman year all the way up to my senior year. I carry a pocket knife and a can of Copenhagen or uh, cigarettes and a lighter. Yeah. And I only got busted one time in four years. That's a good conversation starter, the Copenhagen. <laughs> <laughs> so did, I'm assuming you didn't enjoy your scholastic experience then. Well, high school was fun, but I wouldn't want to relive it. Yeah, understood. <laughs> You're, uh, see, I, I would. I had kids like you in my school, Noah, and that that were we call them burnouts, metal metal heads. Does that make sense? The Metallica T-shirts, yeah, yeah. that the tight acid wash jeans, going to smoke cigarettes. Used to be able to smoke in in my oh. high school. Yeah, in high school we could smoke across the street. You no, you get a pass. In oh, the middle really? of class. Mark really? Solano would be like, I want to take a smoke break. And the teacher would be like, all right, here's a smoking pass. Go to the... That's crazy. That is. All right, we're coming back with more of your calls. 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. So Michael Phelps just won his 21st gold medal in the Olympics. Breaking news there. Johnny Kilbasa next hour with a, an Olympics Minute if you want to get caught up to date like I do. Desiree is in Dallas. Desiree, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hi, Mark. How are you? Good. How are Besides you? Going back with the cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it stinks. I'm sorry. Summer colds are the worst. Uh, tell me about it. So I've been listening to the show for a while, but this is my first time calling in. And first off, I wanted to give you a home remedy for okay. your bad throat problem. Um, if you take a tablespoon of honey, a tablespoon of vinegar, and some warm water, mix it together, 
goggle with that. Goggle with that at least two every two hours, I would say. What kind of vinegar? Does it matter? Regular vinegar. No, not <laughs> balsamic? Yeah. No, not balsamic. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> regular vinegar, honey, so warm water. Vinegar, warm water, and some honey. A tablespoon of honey, a tablespoon of vinegar, and warm water. Okay. I promise you that that will kill it. I can rustle up those three ingredients. All right. I yeah. Will do that. Yeah. It, it kind of tastes like a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It really does. A yeah. sweet and sour pickle. Very cool. It does. And as far as uh, the school situation with a weird kid, there was this guy in my school when I was growing up. His name was Brandon, and it was Brandon with a bad temper. And every time something went wrong, he had this wild look in his eyes. And one day, it got so bad that the teacher asked him to help move some desks around. But right before that, he was upset with her about something she reprimanded him for. And he literally took the desk, picked it up, and pitched it at the teacher. How, what it, grade was this? This is like fifth grade. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and it just missed her head. And, oh, my gosh. Like, she was so angry. Of course, he got suspended. He was lucky he didn't get expelled because it was just, it was really, really horrific. And everyone was horrified. But, yeah, it was branding with a bad temper. I'm trying to think of the worst thing I ever did in school. I think it was, thank you for the call, Desiree, by the way, and the home remedy. We had a guy named Eric Chadwick, who I was friends with. We just picked on him, you know, not just me. But, right, right, right. But we were friends. I'm friends with him to this day. And he was wearing these white pants. And you don't wear white pants to high school. You just don't if you're a dude. It's just, <laughs> yeah, that's just kind of asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he used to walk around with this big bag backpack. Uh, it wasn't even a backpack. It was, you ever seen those uh, huge garment bags that are you know like you use in the military they're just yeah yeah six yeah. feet long he'd keep his school books in there i don't know <laughs> so we called it the gooner bag and he used to walk around anyway that has nothing to do with the story i put a cup of uh chocolate pudding on his seat right before he sat down <laughs> with uh with those white pants with the white pants oh, on oh, oh, oh. so he had a big brown and he thought it was this other kid mark nataro and they got into a fight that was because the worst thing of that? Did. Yeah, that was the worst thing Did I you ever did. tell him later that it was you? I just did now. Uh, Eric, if you're listening, <laughs> that was not Mark Nataro. That you mean that. after all these times you're still friends with him and you never once told him that that was you that put yeah, the no, putting on his white pants I that don't you think made I fun did. of? Oh. I'll send him a message on Facebook. <laughs> okay. Jason Swanee. Jay, you're on the hey, Mark Aram Show. What's up, man? Oh, man, just trying to get it done, baby. Trying to get it done. Super truck drive for 10 miles. Stay safe. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I went to school with a guy. I wish I knew his name. That way somebody could confirm it if they're listening. I went to school at Spencer High School on Victory Drive in Columbus, Georgia. And this guy was, when the, I mean, he was a typical karate nut. He would have like the semi-fro, and he put the little headband on yep. and everything. But he was real quiet. He never bothered anybody. But people would pick at him just for that reason. But being that I was an army brat, you can, you, when you move around, you're adjusted to different types of people, so you don't bother anybody. But it, it ended up very, very sad because people would pick on him. And one time somebody made him so mad, he reached out and before you know it, he had half the guy's ear in his hand. Oh, my goodness. Really? He was one, I'm serious. He was one of them karate nuts. And at that point, nobody ever bothered him. But I went back for a 10-year um, uh, class reunion, and at the corner of Benning Road and Victory Drive, I broke down and cried with my wife, and it still bothers me to this day because he never bothered anybody. 
but this kid was walking around, mumbling, talking in the air. Something happened to him, or somebody slipped him something. This is still the karate guy. Yeah, it just took his mind out. I don't know if he got into something or whatever, yeah. but I had moved away up to Metro Atlanta. I got a family started by then. Wow. You know, back in 90. I can't believe, like, no one in my school picked with the karate, picked on the karate guy. They had ninja stars and nunchucks and samurai. You don't yeah. mess with those don't guys. Mess with that guy. That's that ripped his ear off. Jeez Louise. All right, what's the worst thing you did in high school? I want to know coming up. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Worse than putting the chocolate pudding on Eric Chadwick's seat? Can you top that? Ruining his white pants? Jennifer Griffey's news, weather, and traffic next. More of your calls. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.